0: with our mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and, and we are living, living multi-gen hello and welcome to living multi-gen i'm sarah carter and i'm tom carter and we live in a multi-generational household uh, we have of course a website and you may have already seen some of our or heard some of our podcasts um we're so grateful for you to be here today um we uh, of course live under one roof with uh, uh, my parents, our parents, because mm-hmm. essentially it is our parents. Yeah. But I call them
1: mom and dad. You call
0: them mom and dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've loved that since day one. You actually started <laughs> calling them mom and dad when we were dating, yeah, which okay. was hard for me because I was like, "Wait a second, this is my you know, mom and dad." Yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, no. yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. but anyways, yes, yeah, we really to lock
1: in.
0: <laughs> uh, you didn't have to do that, honey. I I was yeah. I was in from the get go. Um. So anyways, we have, yes, we have the parents Mm -hmm. and then we have our three boys, uh, preteens living here under one roof. And um, for today's episode, what we really want to just focus on is the experience of the pandemic living with three generations under one roof. It's been honestly a a wonderful experience um, and it's been extremely helpful with Mm -hmm. our situations and just want to say, too, I feel so much for all those families out there that mm-hmm. are, you know, trying to make this work. You've got kids at home full time. They're not getting as much exposure to the world, which, you know, our yeah. I think our kids have left the house maybe once yeah. in yeah. this whole pandemic. That too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also been really good for them. I mean, they've gotten a, the bond between the three of them. They fight a lot, though, too. On the flip side
1: of it, it's kind of like, I think once when this pandemic is over and they kind of go back to their friends, um, I think we're going to kind of look back at this situation and kind of, we got fairly close over. I would say a lot close over there. I feel like our oldest, who's 12, him and I have really bonded over this. Um, He kind of, he got into um, um, simple machines and stuff, like pulley systems and stuff, just just by, I saw him climbing a tree, very unsafely, and he was like forty feet up. And it's, it just started this like, okay, I gotta start teaching them some stuff. Um, and obviously, I brought it into work and had some guys there um, on our our tech rescue team kind of help out a little bit. And it just kind of him and I just kind of buddied up over it. Um, so that you it's know that was cool. Bonding. So that was cool, but I, I feel like like get back to it is that once when we look back at this, I think it's gonna be you know, the rewards of it. I guess, right. are the we're going to yeah, actually like,
0: miss the experience yeah, as much as we are right now yeah. feeling like, oh. Because
1: yeah, Liam is no longer going a cool kid because he's around his friends. He mm-hmm. doesn't see them anymore. And so, I know I brought up Liam twice, but, you know, I, I just, I've, I've noticed a change in him.
0: You know? And I, all of them, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, that's, you know, brings up also too is, you know, they're home 24-7 like most children in America right now. Yeah. And we, of course, are a two-income full-time. Both of us were, you know, Full time schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom's is, you know, it fluctuates. So things change as far as his days of work. He's gone for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. I'm working 10 hours a day where I'm in my office literally for 10 hours a day.
1: I mean, you're trying to get scheduled lunches
0: in. Yeah, I have to actually put on my calendar so I can get a lunch because Mm -hmm. it's just been so busy. So in this case, it's like, what would we have done without my parents? Like, so Mm -hmm. the day is just to kind of give you an idea when Tom is home, Tom handles the school schedule Monday through Friday if he's here. Um, and then of course that school schedule is, you know, usually around 8 a.m. until 1130 a.m. And then the boys have to do chores. They have lunch, then they do chores and then they have free time. And of course, while when he's gone and I have to be in my office by 730 in the morning, I, what would we have done? Like where, who, who was going to come in and watch him? And my mom has been so helpful with that. she, comes up and she gets some, you know, I get them, we get them all structured. We let, we give the list at lesson plan. She's just there to monitor and essentially watch over and make sure that they do their, their work. Um, they have scheduled zooms and so forth. And so we just make sure that they're all set up before, you know, before I go into my office, before Tom leaves, um, he leaves obviously like four 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So uh, before the night before is when we're really setting everything up. Um, just trying to make sure that we keep them, on pace and, and just help them as much as we can.
1: Um, do you feel like they've messed up with their schoolwork, though? I mean, do you feel like it's been, um, you know, ever since they have left school where they have a teacher, do you think we have done a good job as far as?
0: I think you have done an amazing job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, an amazing good... job. No, I haven't mm-hmm. been as involved. I mean, yeah. honestly, I I can't speak for on that. But uh...
1: do you feel like their education has lacked at all?
0: No, no, yeah. I don't. Um, I I do think, I do worry with reading a little bit because mm-hmm. I know how those boys are with self-paced reading or, mm-hmm. you know, self-instruction. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we probably need to dedicate some more time yeah, there. I agree with that. But yeah. um, overall, I mean, with math, science, yeah. writing, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, they are taking an hour a day to read, but I just question whether or not they're actually reading because I know how they work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those, we all, I used to schedule like, you know, one boy would be doing math and one boy would, would read or, you know, or English or, you know, social studies, science or whatever. And then one reading that way I can kind of bounce back and forth to make sure they're reading. And it just turned out to work out better of them all reading at the same time um, and all, you know, have them all do math at the same time. Um, for, for us, you know, I mean, yeah, for us that it, it just seemed like, when they all three were doing the same thing, not only could they help themselves out or each other out that when I, you know, I, we bought a, you know, whiteboard and all that stuff. So I can kind of teach on that, that they can all learn from it too. And if they were broken up in different parts of the house, I just felt like that was um, not a good way to go about it. But then on the bad side of that is that I can only be at 15 minute, you know, when they all read, it's well, Liam. Well, and Liam, I don't have to. Liam Liam is a, a good reader. He even reads when we don't even ask him to read. He yeah. likes to read at night even. So I, I really don't feel like I had to monitor him. But it was like, Elijah, I was doing 15 minutes and then Lincoln was 15 minutes. And in between that, you know, they would be like, Dad, I, I read two pages. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty quick you know considering you only took one page. when i was there you only read one page <laughs> and uh and then i was like well, what's it about and they would just kind of give me the very end like they just read the end and um yeah it's a little little stuff like that yeah
0: we've got to we'll got to figure that out and and mm-hmm. and we, you know it's it's a learning like everyone we're we're learning as we go we're figuring this out yeah but what's interesting, you know, is you the and what I feel like, you know, we should speak on too is, you know, looking at it from a multi generational standpoint. Let's talk about specifically what we've been able to achieve mm-hmm. having them here. Like, what would we have done? My my work or your work would have been compromised yeah, had we not had them absolutely. here.
1: I would have had to like trade my schedule around or do something because th- there is no other option if your mom wasn't able to come up to right you know,
0: with well. having kids here 24 yeah. 7 it just wouldn't have been possible so yeah you know, first of all having them here with the children has been a world of difference um mm-hmm. she helps to get them fed when mm-hmm. on the weekdays when i'm working and then uh, when tom, tom is gone she you know monitors them Um, she is also just, you know, overseeing, trying to keep them entertained, gives them more flexibility. She's there for them and they absolutely adore her. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that's just one item. Now let's talk about the other things that we're involved in that, Mm -hmm. that they've helped out on, you know, we, for lawn mowing, um, my recently Elijah started taking up on lawn mowing, but my dad was doing that, Mm -hmm. um, garbage. So we live rurally. We have to, take our recycling and garbage to the facility. So my dad does that. We have to, we have a farm, we have a mini farm. So we have goats, dairy goats. Um, we have uh, pigs that are here for half a year with uh, the boys as they raise them. We have chickens full-time. We have a garden. Um, And with us working full-time and, and self-sustainability was something that was really important yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. Um. And honestly, was not possible until we had a multi generational household when Mm -hmm. we have to work two two jobs or each of us have you know a full time work outside of. And so we had so with dairy goats, you breed them in the uh, fall, late Mm -hmm. fall, uh, ideally. That's how we did it, Mm -hmm. and then they deliver in early early mid spring. That would be early early spring. Excuse me, early spring. And then, of course, because they are dairy goats, we bottle feed the kids. Um, there's a process you have to go through. And we're still early on. We're not, you know, we are by no means experts. We are learning here. Uh, we have a wonderful mentor um, who has a dairy goat farm. And what we're finding, though, is we we couldn't do this without them and have these options. I mean, we love to make cheese. We love to, you know, cons- we, we actually for self-consumption um, with the dairy goats, we do that. Um, and so we bottle feed these babies and we had six kids this year. Um, so we'll talk. Let's talk about that real quick, too, because they're they deliver. We delivered um, the kids came in April, early April. The first set came really easy. I shouldn't say set. There was, well, there was three of them. So we yeah. essentially had three kids in the first with our first dairy goat. Mm-hmm. And then our second ended up breached yeah. while well, well, Tom was at work.
1: Yeah. It's, normally I, that would be my job. If a goat's breached, I'm the one that's reaching inside the goat. To get mm-hmm. it, get it, like that would be. Not looking forward to it, but that would be more my, but I'm obviously at work, so I'll let Uh, you continue. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So
0: yeah, Tom typically does anything with bodily fluids, being that his background and the fact that I just never could handle bodily fluids. I I struggle with that. I have to give so much credit to those who can and um, thank you so much. Uh, But anyways, so we had a breach situation. If my mom wasn't here, she actually, so I was working. It was a very tough time. I mean, my work was very high stress. Yeah. And
1: you can't just say, hey, uh, you know, whoever talked to you on hold, I'll call you in thirty minutes. Yeah. Like that is not an option. I yeah,
0: yeah. I had meetings all afternoon, mm-hmm. and and Beth, Miss Beth was uh, that's our other uh, doe. She was in labor, and my mom. So my mom stayed out with her in the barn with some of the kids, like the boys, and they were thinking she was going to deliver. Well, her water broke. She never. She she started pushing, but she, nothing was coming, and we couldn't figure out what was going on. So we actually, I like called. Say we're new to
1: this. So yeah. This is just. This like, is only hey. our
0: second year of having yeah. births on the farm, and so I had to call our mentor. And I was so grateful to have gotten her on the phone because she's she instantly told me she's like Sarah, something's wrong. You're gonna have to assist. And my first response was, "Wait, Lori, what?" Yes. Um, so Lori's her name, and. Yes. And, and she's like, yep, here you go. This is your first, you know, your your first, your entry. And I'm like, wow, this is. Yeah, this
1: can happen on like year eight or yeah. ten. Like this yeah. Or
0: oh this. my gosh. So <laughs> thankfully my mom was there though, because if I, I couldn't be out at, in the barn and I was working and she was keeping an eye, we wouldn't have known that she, her water had broke, yeah, yeah. that she was in distress. And there was a problem. And if we had let it go any longer, yeah. it's very po- well possible that the we would have lost mom and babies. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I had to I, I this was five o'clock in the evening right after I had finished up with my last meeting. And basically I had to go in, scrub up and I had to essentially deliver uh, breached babies. Um, mm-hmm. I had like, uh,
1: like shoulder deep.
0: Yes, it was, it was intense. It was the most, yes. I honestly was mm-hmm. in so much fear that mm-hmm. they were not going to make it. Yeah. Um, great thankfully, mm-hmm. all of them made it. Um, and it was the biggest adrenaline rush I think I've ever had in my life. And I'm just so grateful mm-hmm. that uh, Lori was I mean, there. You for had me. to
1: reach in there, find hose find a head, and then pull it out. It wasn't right. like you were just reaching in there, <laughs> grabbing something. Like you had to make sure this everything was, was in order that yeah. the feet were in front of the head and then pull it out. Like that's, that's pretty intense.
0: And this was all, yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't yeah. all for somebody who doesn't typically like to deal with bodily fluids. Yeah. Um, and I was covered in gunk. Yeah. Um, so that being said, all babies made it out. Everybody was good. My mom, she was there to hold the dough, our, our mama dough, Ms. Beth, and help with the whole process for me while I was doing this, if she hadn't have been there and it just had been the boys and I, um, I don't know what we would have done. I mean, we have neighbors that I could have gotten assistance from, but we were in full lockdown pandemic here at that Mm -hmm. time. Um, So what would I have done? Everything was closed down. So, you know, another reason why I'm so grateful for them, but that's just one of the many. Um, That being said, my mom, she's been getting, you know, on mornings when Tom's at work, she gets up and she Mm -hmm. helps me bottle feed. And, you know, if, if anything comes up she's she's right there um mm-hmm. she's just been such a yeah. blessing
1: in the first couple of days you're bottle feeding uh, through the night too i mean they they have to eat within the first four hours and then after that you got to feed them right. so the first like three days it's actually like having a kid mm-hmm.
0: yeah. it is you know, we have such appreciation for farming after for farmers uh, we you know had never experienced it we grew up in the city um we just wanted to do this and Honestly, um, it's been such a wonderful distraction this year. It's been a lot of work. Um, but it's just, I, am so grateful. And, you know, I think my parents feel the same way. Um, you know, my dad's let a goat fall asleep on his, on his, on his, uh, lap. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't think I ever would have thought that for my father. He's, you know, he's rough around the edges. Um, but, uh, I think he's even enjoyed the distraction of having babies on the farm, Mm -hmm. being involved and moving. And, you know, they say move it or lose it. I mean, we're doing as much as we can to keep them moving. (laughs) I think we do Mm -hmm. with what we have around the farm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just worked out really well. So, you know, that's definitely been another helpful thing now, you know, when it comes to laundry or just cleaning, we all help each other when it comes to, um, Food we do typically separate separate um, because we just have different um, tastes and likes or dislikes. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom would eat whatever, but my dad's more of a meat and potatoes guy and we tend to eat a little differently. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't, we don't do as many meals together. Occasionally Mm -hmm. we'll all on the weekends and we've been having my brother out more often recently with his family just so they can get a a break too. Um, And that's been, that's been great as well. I think it's, Overall, um, you know, we also garden. Yeah. Um, my mom helps in the garden. Mm-hmm. My days get long. And if, she you has know, her
1: stuff in the garden,
0: too. She has her stuff in the garden. So we're really, it's it's really a team effort. And we work, you know, we're working well together. I mean, this is almost three years since we started all living together. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just also feel the security of knowing financially that we're all here, here for each other and that we can help to consolidate the costs. Um, you know, it's, uh, we're, you know, we're living more efficiently. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, um, and, uh, we're just helping each other in so many respects. So I don't know, is there anything, I mean, what can you, what else can we think about here as far as, mm-hmm. you know, uh, assistance for each other i mean my mom will run you know run an errand or like even postage stamps like i I never have postage stamps my mom always has postage stamps i'm so grateful (laughs) the things that i don't think about like yesterday i had to get an item out which i never mail anything but i had to mail something yesterday and it was urgent and she had the postage stamps. I mean, just the simple things of that, of having and more people in they
1: your home. Yeah,
0: and there. vice versa. like yeah, you I'm had saying. to go to Costco yesterday yeah. and and we, yeah. you know, so it's 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 helpful in so many respects on both sides. And two, is uh this is another thing I told my parents, you know, why don't you guys go find a little spot to go spend a couple of days, get away, and they can just do it on a whim and we are here for them. We're here. They've got cats, and cats are taken care of. The boys take care of everything. They can just feel comfortable going away and not needing to really think about, you know, what that is. And we just finally have scheduled our first RV trip. Uh, we're definitely going to make it isolated in the, you know, sticks of Wyoming and Idaho um, because we just feel more comfortable as a family making that happen. In that, you know, we just don't want to be amongst too many people at this point. It's a personal decision, personal choice. I, I totally respect anybody's choice on how they want to proceed and, and what they, you know, what's important to them, but we're going to do that. We couldn't do that. If my parents were here, my mom actually milks the goats while we're gone. Mm -hmm. And we have a wonderful neighbor that helps out too Mm -hmm. when needed. Um, so we're grateful for all the support we have, including those, um, in our community. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just, it's just been overall a blessing. Now, the other side is we've been around each other 24 seven. And I have to say that, you know, my father and I have definitely struggled. Yeah. I, I'm sure in this one I'm not talking much about my father. So I think that probably gives a good idea of how I, you know, how I'm feeling about that right now. And, uh, I think that's, you know, definitely something that I'm working on and I have to realize too, that he is who he is Mm -hmm. and he's almost 72 years old. And, it's probably not going to change. Mm-hmm. I need to just change my perspective on things on that and I'll figure it out.
1: Mm-hmm. I also noticed kind of with our, with, with our, our boys, you know, without them having their uh, age group, you know, uh-huh. especially with Liam, uh, but no, even Elijah and Lincoln, you know, cause they, Elijah and Lincoln share a bedroom as well. And um, yeah, they, they tend to like get into some really good fights, like, uh, you yeah, know, like fist being thrown fights. And they can, or they'll just wake up and just try to annoy the other brother. And I think, I think uh, once in, uh, was it two days ago, three days ago when they went to, uh, um, where Elijah went to his friend's house and Liam took off and then, and then we yeah. had one of them. we had their
0: first, um,
1: play, play date. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: 12 year olds getting too old for a play date, essentially they went They got the first time
1: hanging out with a friend. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was, it was like, then the next two or three days was, them not fighting or doing anything you know right. it just kind of was so and we know
0: that that, that was the issue in that. yeah it's gonna be a happy medium and actually um we've made the decision next year to homeschool the mm-hmm. kids um so we've got to figure that out and make sure that they do get that time with their, their friends
1: yeah um which but, obviously yeah, i think that'd be great for you know talking about in the future too you know yeah like getting more detail about the homeschooling
0: Absolutely, mm. and, and we got to get a handle on the screen
1: time because yeah. that's another thing. I don't, I'm
0: sure our parents are feeling this uh, screen time. We're struggling, and we got to figure something yeah. out with that because yeah. they they do tend to spend too much time. Absolutely. So, um, anyways, well, you know, I think that's you know just sharing a little. Hey, we wanted to get back into the swing of things. Um, we want to actually talk specific topics. Would love some feedback too. If anybody out there um, has some questions or things that's See, you know what? What's it look like? We've also talked about doing some YouTube videos, so you can see the dynamic in the household, um,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: moving forward. So, um, looking forward to you know specific conversations, and and uh, we uh, just appreciate you listening. Anything you want to add?
1: No, not at all. Yeah. Yep. All right.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time, and uh, have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye bye.